Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You found the Playmakers on CBS Sports Radio 1140. Some hot jams for the hot afternoon. We're not going to put Let It Burn on by Usher, considering he was the guy to lead off the crank last night. He's never getting invited again. Honestly. We lost. Anybody anybody who gets invited to crank the siren at the fortress and we lose does not get invited back. I think that should just be a thing. Well, Nina Dubrav and Sean White can come back because I think she was cheering for Montreal because she's from Canada. Yes, she is. Um, They're invited back. Because technically they, they brought the victory. It's okay. It's okay. Brought the victory to Montreal? I know, but that they're invited back because somebody brought a victory for someone else. It wasn't for us. This road isn't going to be easy. We're not going to be able to just like walk through this. Oh. Especially when there's so many late lineup theatrics on, on both sides. I mean, you had the admission of, of Jeff Petrie and, and Merrill back into the Montreal lineup. Petrie was a huge, huge, huge part of their win last night. And then I think Merrill had over 12 minutes of ice time. And then most notably, we were missing Chandler Stevenson from our lineup. Not sure why. Yeah, somebody asked me that too today. They're like, hey, what's up with Chandler Stevenson? I don't know, some sort of body injury. Yes, because we go with the undisclosed ones. Yeah, I know. I hate the NHL. And uh, just to circle back to Jeff Petrie, who's been out with an upper body injury because he had like dislocated fingers, but also his eyes are completely bloodshot. So the connection to Nina Dobrev being in in uh, attendance was very apt last night. Because she gave him a food allergy? Well, just because of the Vampire Diaries. Oh, uh, gotcha. Come so, on, so, Paul. What do you mean? I'm just saying is... Elena's in the building. Petrie's wife last night tweeted out, it's like, it wasn't, he's not sick. Yeah. But he said a week ago it was worse. This isn't Costas like, double damn. pink eye situation. Regardless, it didn't affect Ooh. his ability to, uh, to play the game. Uh, and it was really all Montreal's game last night because it was a very similar start to what we saw in game one. The only difference was is that Montreal was able to get on the board first. And from there, once they had that lead, it wasn't sit back and block shots and play defense, Paul, because they didn't spend that much time in their zone, at least through the first period and parts of the second. They were all up in the shirts of the Vegas Golden Knights. The forecheck was relentless. There was so little time or space to think, to breathe, to make a decision. And... And they add another one on top of it. And you end the first period down two to nothing. And it's not that big of a lead. But against this team, it is. And at that point, too, Carey Price was a god last night. Yeah, he was super. Lathered up. And so once that second penalty uh, or that power play expired for the Golden Knights, they're the only ones that got the benefit of a power play, two of them. Once the second period one expired, I was like, we're 0 for 2. And, it's, uh, and, and we are where we are. If you can't get a goal on the man advantage against Carey Price tonight, there's no way you're going to be able to win it right now. So 
they gave it their best shot. Uh, the game definitely turned more uh, chance-wise towards Vegas, but at that point, but Montreal was yeah. We'll let, you, we'll let you take the one shot from the outside at the end of your shift as you go on the zone entry. We'll we'll let you go grind it out in the corner. Most of the time, the Vegas School Knights weren't in control of the puck or put themselves in position to be the first player to make a play on a loose puck like we were talking about in the keys to victory yesterday. <sighs> so Okay, so hope and expectation. Mm-hmm. Well, expectation has started getting pushed away by hope now, I think. And if there's expectation, it now sits flatly on the Canadian side because, as we've said, you're only in trouble if you drop one at home. Right. And now the onus is now on Vegas to grab one while they're in Montreal. And, and we don't, they haven't had a road trip this year. And I'm going to throw excuses against the wall. So we might as well just start throwing them. Haven't had a road trip this year. It's very clear. What are the protocols going to be like? Is it just the hotel living? We know how that treated them some, you know, last year. It's like, hey, we're here. We're ready to win and whatnot. Different climate, different place to play. They're not going anywhere. Different place to play. From here to Canada, way more strict. But in Montreal, different ball game. And when you're at home, you get to sleep in your own bed. Mm -hmm. Vegas Golden Knights do not get to sleep in their own bed. Nope. That's a difference maker. That's a, that's a difference maker. The other difference maker. Should the fan base be concerned that the offense is still coming from the defense? I wouldn't be concerned about that part of the offense because I'll take it from whoever. I'd be more concerned that four out of the six goals that have been scored by the Golden Knights this series have all come off the faceoff. And two in game one, two last night, it's not a reliable source. Like Speaking of going back to the well... That I was going to use that that um, that saying to kind of describe the third goal against for the Golden Knights last night because everybody and their mother knew that Mark Andre Fleury was going to throw that poke check right, and that's a move that we love gets the people going. Mark Andre Fleury is not just amazing because he makes the saves; it's in the manner in which he does it, and it's so old school, it's so fluid. But when you go to it too much, when you have a team like Montreal who has clearly done their pre scout homework. At that point, the game was lost. But in terms of what was going on, it just wasn't a good place for them to be. And I feel like Montreal was able to establish all the things that the Gold Knights were able to dominate in game one. That, that four check, they were stepping up in the neutral zone, disrupting those pucks on the breakouts. And when you have that much kind of topsy-turviness going around with your forward group, it's hard for them to gain that confidence, that feel in the game that when the puck's on my stick, I believe in my ability to do exactly what I want with it. They're kind of like tops. And so I'm not concerned that the goals are coming from the defensemen. I'm concerned that the, that the goal Knights are having trouble catching Montreal flat footed other than off face off coverage, because their head coach said they talked about face off coverage after game one and it still bit him in the ass. But those are those are things that are a lot more fixable than saying, well, the Golden Knights are generating a lot of chances off the rush or, or odd man seems. That wasn't available to them last night because they weren't the team that was moving their feet faster. They weren't the team with the physical leverage. They weren't the team in the driver's seat. So if, if that's where you're at, the game plan that we usually rely upon doesn't really factor in. Little pieces of it, you can try to take take copy and paste, but you have to win a game a different way. And it just seemed like Montreal took away a lot of the main arteries to any sort of comeback that the Golden Knights have been 
Yeah, the Habs felt at their disposal. The Habs felt a lot more fluid last night. It mm-hmm. felt like that they were. We use the word malleable a lot on this program. Malleable when it came to just figuring out where they needed to be and how they could defend the Golden Knights. And it's always strange to me, and I'm noticing a trend. And I'm not sure if I like it or if I don't like it, but I'm not crazy about it. When the Knights find themselves down a goal or two, usually two, it usually takes two goals for them to kind of get into this mode. But when they get down into that mode and they're trying to be disruptors, you know, any way possible, you know, commit a little bit more, do a few more things. What the Knights do is they end up just trying to get more physical and it ends up hurting them, I think, because it's making them expend more energy and it's taking some of them out of their natural plays. I go back to when Carlson boarded um, Edmondson and it wasn't mm-hmm. bored. I mean, it wasn't boarding, but Edmondson clearly got to watch the gif and right, find something wrong. With right. It. He, but, but he was hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. and whatever it is, but it just like, OK, do I is that the message I really needed to send at this point is like is is trying to lay out a big hit or trying to smash them because it came down the other end too, like like Montreal, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Knock Martinez pretty hard in the boards late in about six or five minutes left on that clock. And right. Martinez hit the ground pretty hard. He was able to get up pretty quickly. But the Knights tend to go into that mode. It's like, well, let's get a little bit more physical and see if we can disrupt them. But I'm like, but that's what you expect people to do if they're in the defensive zone for the Habs. You're a four checker. Hell yeah, I'm going to go into the boards and make sure I, I bring some force with me. And when, Excuse me, sir. I would like to take this puck from you. Can you move thyself to the left? Or to, that's not how this works. Now, if it's in the defensive zone, that's different because they were giving so much time and space to the Canadians. And part of it, the Canadians earned it by gaining the momentum, by having the upper hand, by by skating, by being the better team. And then there's the kind of natural corralling that we talk about when the when teams start to collapse in on themselves when they get trapped in their defensive zone on a long shift or whatever. Remember that that down low play I was saying for the Canadians to do to make sure that they that's how you trap the Golden Knights and that's how sure. they did it in that first period. And with that, that physicality wasn't nearly as present in the Golden Knights D zone as it was in the Canadians D zone because at that point. We, the Golden Knights, are just trying to get anything going down there because we can't sustain any sort of pressure or puck possession till later in the game. And even still then, no gaps. No gaps. Canadians were right up in the business of every single puck carrier last night. And so, as I was saying, of trying to find an artery to, to some good vibes, to some success, sometimes you get a little overzealous and you go into the boards, but... You have to four-check hard. You can't go half-speed because it looks like you're moving half-speed anyways, even though you are giving your full effort. Sometimes those little plays, you beat out an icing or or you win a puck battle or you just barely keep the puck in before it gets uh, broken out into the neutral zone. Those are the things that can change the tide. And while a 2 nothing lead is nothing to to be afraid of after the first period or, or after the second, against a team like Montreal and the way that Carey Price was playing – much bigger hill magnifi- magnification-wise. Sure, and so we're even at 1-1, which mm-hmm. is, you know, to be honest, it's like, oh, did we feel like we would be here? Well, this is just where we're at. I mean, this is this is where we're at. And I hate shaking my head at, at effort because it's like, oh, well, we you know we can't change the past. It's not a question of effort, Paul. We can't, change the, we can't change the past, and it's what it is. It's is, it, is it right, but is it not a question of effort? Because the, no. the point, it, it, again, being physical is fine. I have no problem being physical. I'll, I'll, I'll send, send the Ryan Reeveses. Send them. Let's make it happen. But it always happens when we're down late. It never start. We don't start the game physical, allegedly with the fourth line or whatnot, is mm-hmm. what happens. But they weren't lucky in getting their two goals, the, the knuckle puck that 
you know, went through Flurry was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I just didn't see the same kind of pressure throughout that entire game until the end. And then the home crowd gets lathered up because all we're doing is just firing, firing, firing shots at Price. And all they're doing is just they're, they're sacrificing their body in front of everything. Freaking Shea Weber took one in the, in the chest mm-hmm. last so, night. So tell me, Coach, how are the goal? If you don't like the physicality. No, I like what, the physicality you, not late. I want it earlier. Okay. So if if you're carrying the puck... Or, or better yet, if you're spending a ton of time in your defensive zone and you don't have the puck, you don't want them to be physical, or you do want them to be physical. No, I'm you, looking. No, I'm looking for. I'm looking for sustained play. Right. Sustained. But play. if we're turning the puck over high in our own D zone, or if we're unable to get those pucks below the tops of the circle in the offensive zone because Montreal is stepping up earlier and more often, how you you can't that option's not available to you. Because you're not in that zone. You're not in the game plan or identity. Though you have to it's not that they just have to find a way to, to, to get to their game. They have to get Montreal off theirs. And so there there's a lot of things that are going into it. And I don't want anybody to read into last night's loss or game one's win too much because I think these series go the distance because we're down to four teams, Paul. And anything can can happen. But I don't think it was a great start for the Knights. I think they got more lucky in game one in the fact that Marc-Andre Fleury was able to hold him in because he looked a lot more calm to me last night than he did in game one, although it was the opposite result. I just think this team got put in the place that they didn't want to be and that Montreal knows exactly how to play with a lead. And so, and that's what it is. And it sucks because it's on home ice and it's such a, on paper, it doesn't look like it's that insurmountable. But I, it bugs me sometimes when, when when you question, like, the effort and stuff like that. Because it's, it's not like that at all. These guys are, if they said, if you want to stand a couple, you take a puck in the face and lose every teeth, every tooth in your face. Every single guy would say, sure. Because, because it is at that point. Because you can smell it, Paul. And so these guys are working their absolute hardest to do ex- to inflict their will on the game. But sometimes the game inflicts its will on you. And that and that that point, it's on you to make sure that you don't get too low on yourself and that you keep going to work within the system and the structure that they've done so all year. And that's with physical play in the offensive zone. Sometimes it results in, in possession. Sometimes it doesn't. Last night it did not. But if you want to run it back every time, like we said, run back the game plan from game one to game two. I'm ready to do the same thing for game three. But it's about being the team first. You get the goal first. You have to. Otherwise, everything's different. And it's it's not that they're incapable of coming back. But I just don't want it. I don't want that game for Montreal. I want them a little off balance. I want them off kilter. I want them chasing and having to prove that they belong here because they do. That's, I think, half the problem. Sometimes we think that we're way better than the team that, that we're facing. Just because we beat two better teams to get to this point doesn't mean Montreal is incapable of, of taking all of our lunch money. They can do it tomorrow, Friday and Sunday in Canada. Up next, Madden's got quite the pair. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.